just going to start the podcast so I don't forget. I'm famous for forgetting. Um, yeah, so we've been doing this for eight years, this show, the coffee chat show, some version of it. In the beginning, it looked a little different, but um, we've been doing it this way for five years, five or six years. Good morning, Lynn Marie. Good morning, Angie. That's a long time. Eight years. Okay. <laughs> well, good morning. <laughs> Gives you a little perspective when you're like, wow, I've been doing this for a really long time. Um, for those of you that don't know, uh, so I'm offering just four limited master classes, something I never do. Um, this, the Working Warrior Mom modality and the brand is my give back. Uh, I am an executive uh, coach. I'm also an executive consultant, business consultant, et cetera, et cetera. So I do a lot of coaching and, and um, consulting in my, in my job um, with other companies, big, bigger things that I do. So the Working Warrior Mom is my give back brand. Often people ask me if I will coach them. Um, so to make it um, a reasonable amount for the people that watch this show, um, and make it something that I can do with my time, I decided to throw up four master classes over the course of this Saturday and a couple of other Saturdays. So at one o'clock today, we are doing a master class, um, and we have a couple spaces left if you're interested. Tracy's going to drop the link um, in the comments below. You can register on Eventbrite. Um, and this afternoon, it will be 1 to 4 p.m. It's a live Zoom with me, so it's, it's a small group coaching session. We have a small group of people on purpose, and I'm going to be talking about um, how to really bring prosperity principles into your life. So prosperity is health, wealth, and happiness. It's not just money. And the problem I have with a lot of the law of attraction teaching is they don't go into a lot of these new people that are covering the law of attraction and manifestation and all that. They don't dig into the actual ancient laws that govern how prosperity works in your life. And I'm 54. I've been doing this show for eight years and I've been studying prosperity principles since I was 12. So not only have I studied them, but I've practiced them and I've proven them and I continue to prove them. So I have a lot of rich history with pros with the study of prosperity. So that is what I'm going to um, impart in these four master classes that are coming up. And if anybody wants to jump in for this afternoon, I left it open and I will take a couple more people. As I said, I'm keeping it very small on purpose because I really want to dig in with the people that are going to be there. And I want to make a difference in your lives, um, you know, in that three-hour span that we have together this afternoon. So it's from one to four, and Tracy's going to... Trace, can you drop the link so that if anybody wants to jump into this class this afternoon, they can click the Eventbrite link and get themselves there. All right, so we've been studying, and I, I have decided that I will not go through a book chapter by chapter again. Good morning, Jamie. Good morning, Kirsten. I saw you guys jump in. Dodie, I saw you as well. Lynn Marie, I'll see you this afternoon. Lynn Marie's joining us this afternoon. Um, so we'll look forward to seeing her. So we've been working with um, the 15 Invaluable Laws of Growth by John Maxwell. So I am part of the John Maxwell team. 
I'm a member of the John Maxwell team, so I am able to uh, teach some of his work um, out there and publicize the fact that I'm a member of the team and all of that, which is why I decided to pick this book. We've been going through it chapter by chapter. I don't think we'll do a book that way again. So the next book that we're going to work on is Atomic Habits, um, and we're going to just chunk it out, right? So we'll do some shows that, you know, cover topics and things that I think are important in the book. So we'll continue to share with you the books that we're going to cover in Coffee Chat as we go through 2023, but we will not take heart. We will not go through a book chapter by chapter again, because I find when there's not a whole lot that makes up that chapter, it's just, um, it's a little monotonous. So in the spirit of that, we are covering three chapters this morning. I am going to talk about chapter 11, 12, and 13. Um, because in my opinion, these are just points that we can hit pretty quickly. So the main purpose of this entire book has been, instead of just setting goals for yourself, you've got to understand that what you want to be doing is making a growth plan for yourself that never ends, right? Because nothing's going to change unless you change. So if you make a goal and you change and you hit that goal, then what happens after you get to that goal? Then what? Then what are you going to do? So if you don't have a, a constant looking and skewing towards a growth plan and you're constantly working on yourself and you're constantly working to improve yourself, it, it doesn't really matter. Like it's great to hit a couple goals. What happens after those are done, right? Um, hi, Mary. I'll see you this afternoon as well. So, um, John Maxwell makes some really good points about <clears throat> how to look at your growth and how to make a growth plan. So we've been going through all of that. You can go back, um, you know, to, to weeks prior and you can listen to every coffee chat where we've covered all the chapters of his book and we are labeling them. Um, so you can find them easily under the video section of Facebook uh, they are also on YouTube, and you can also catch the podcast in your car. You don't have time to watch a video. So law 11 in John Maxwell's book is the law of the trade-off. And what that means is if you want to change your life, and currently, let's just say, um, you have all these aspirations of growing as a person and learning new things and pushing yourself and you work all day and then you come home and you sit your ass in front of the TV and you watch Lifetime and um, and then you just go to bed and then that happens again and your house is messy but you don't really, really feel like cleaning it up and, and you've got emails you need to go through and eh, you don't really feel like doing that so you just sit there in front of the TV and you're eating, let's just say you stopped on your way home and you got some uh, processed food from a drive-through um, and you sit there all night and then you just go to bed and then you wake up the next day and you do it again and then you say to your friends I don't know why my life doesn't change I can't believe that my life is still like this and it's like really <laughs> really so that's the law of the trade-off in essence right you would have to give up the Chinese food drive through the, you know, four hours of lifetime TV when you got home and you'd have to trade off. You'd have to trade off some discipline, um, you know, to get what you want. So 
that's the law of the trade-off, really. That's all it is. It's like you got to give up something to get something. That's kind of how life works. Nothing is free and everything has a price. You just have to decide what's it worth to you, you know? What's it worth to you? What's it worth to you to to change your life from where you are to where you want to go? What is it worth to you to create a future unlike the past? What are you willing to do about it? And what are you willing to trade, you know? Uh, are you realizing, you know, are you wanting to uh, trade your apathy for discipline? Are you wanting to trade the Chinese food for the treadmill? Do you want to trade the messy house for the promotion? Um, because do you want to trade the hours of lifetime TV for the certificate that you want from the community college? You, you decide. What's the trade-off? Because to do it the way that you've been doing it, I have news. You're ready? It's a news flash. Pay attention. If you continue to do things the way that you're doing them, guess what's going to happen? You will stay the same. Period. This isn't rocket science. This isn't a, 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 a mystery teaching. This is not high mysticism. This is common sense. If where you are, if everything that you do in your life on the daily got you to where you are right now and you don't like where you are right now, what do you think you got? What do you think has to happen? You have to change something. Do something new. Do something. Do something different. You've got to trade something. Lynn Marie saying that she loved chapter 12, um, the law of curiosity, which we're going to hit next. So... Trade, the trade-off is you got to trade an old behavior for a new behavior. That's it. It's that simple. And, you know, maybe you're going to say, well, to, to give up the TV, I mean, I like watching the TV and I don't feel like doing anything when I come home and I don't feel like getting on the treadmill and I don't want to study anything. I don't want to read a book. Okay, cool. Then don't complain about where you are. Then don't go around saying, I want my life to be different. Zip it and sit there and watch the TV. If you want your life to be different than it is, you have to change something. There has to be a trade-off. You have to give up your complaints, criticisms, apathy, laziness, and you have to trade it for discipline, you know, watching your speaking, managing your mindset, getting on the treadmill, whatever the hell your goals are. I don't know what your goals are. You got to figure that out. All right. Um, Tracy just dropped the link again. Again, I am teaching four masterclasses. I probably will not do this again. I might do it once a year. I am going to be live with a small group of people on Zoom this afternoon from one to four. If you're interested, we're still accepting, we'll accept a couple more people to that class this afternoon. And then there'll be three more. I think there is two in February and one in March, if I'm correct. Um, okay, so law number 12 is the law of curiosity, which simply is that your growth is stimulated by asking why, which to me is broken down to always be learning, always be interested in doing something new, always be curious about how you can do better, be better, find out more, 
learn more, etc. Right? Always be concerned with how you can be better, do better, learn more, all of that. Um, always be open to learning something new. Always be open to learning something new. Always be open to finding out something new. Cultivate your curiosity. Keep your spirit of wonder, right? Keep your spirit of wonder. Um, keep your spirit of asking why. Asking how things can be different. Why things are the way they are. Why... Am I unhappy with my life the way that it is? What can I do to change it? Why do I not like the way that things are? What's happening that I can do something about? Keep your spirit of wonder, Jamie's reminding me. <laughs> my mom's business was called Wonderwork Studio. Um, and she named it that. Uh, and actually, when she passed away... Um, I took over the name of her company and turned it into our, our publishing company. So Wonderwork Studio, she always wanted people to be wondering. <clears throat> because if you're wondering, then you're finding new solutions. You're finding out things that you didn't know. You are opening yourself up to being curious and you're living in that realm of possibility. When you are curious and when you are wondering, you're open up to possibility. Possibility exists in everything. Audrey, my aunt um, called me, my mother's best friend actually called me this week and said, I saw an Audrey Hepburn quote that reminded me so much of you. And Audrey Hepburn says, nothing is impossible it's right in the word, impossible, if you separate it, actually says, I'm possible. So that's actually a quote that we've used on the Working Warrior Mom a lot. Um, and I thought it was cool that she, you know, saw it and thought of us and what we do here with the Working Warrior Mom. Anything is possible. Possibility always exists. That was my mom's big thing. Possibility exists. And my thing is, I want to help you create a future unlike the past. So in order to do that, we're always on the Coffee Chat Show kind of breaking it down into tools and digestible pieces of content and actionable steps that you can take to change your future and create for yourself a future unlike the past. So <clears throat> the law of the trade-off, the law of curiosity. Um... Christie's reminding me one of my mother's other favorite sayings was, and what's required is always present, um, which is true. Depends on how you're looking, right? When you change the way that you look at things, the things you look at change. That's what Wayne Dyer had to say about that. So trading off, you want to have something new happen, you need to trade off a behavior, right? You need to behave in this way instead of that way. Um, you need to be willing to give something up to get something. Everything has a price, 
everything has a price. Nothing is, Jim Rohn says, nothing is free. Everything has a cost. You get to decide what your trade-offs are going to be. That's your choice. Law of curiosity. We'll break that down into, remember that possibility exists and always be wondering, as Jamie reminded us, always be, and my mom, always be wondering, always be asking why, always be curious, and always be willing to dig in and find out more. Always be willing to keep learning. As soon as you stop learning, you stop growing, and then you pretty much get complacent after that. When you are not living in possibility exists, when you are not being curious and wondering, then you kind of just dry up and become complacent. And then what is what else is there, right? What else is there? Not much. If you get complacent and you get bought into the belief that you can't change anything and what's the use and why what's the purpose and why should I and it doesn't matter anyway I mean at that point <laughs> you either have to get yourself a catalyst light a fire under your ass and get moving or you know I'm not sure or I guess you could just stay in bed and do nothing and then Pretty soon you'll probably cease to exist, right? So the last law that we're covering this morning is the law of modeling. Um, and the way John Maxwell breaks it down is he said, it's hard to improve when you have no one but yourself to follow. Um, to me, I'm going to break this down a little bit differently. To me, this is surround yourself with the people that are pushing you. Surround yourself with some people that you want to emulate. Be really careful. I believe it's also Jim Rohn that says we become um, the product of the five people that we spend the most time with. Like that's who we become. So you want to be really careful about who you're spending time with. And, you know, I know we have to talk to some people daily for work and things like that. But as far as your, the time that you can choose to spend with people... Who are you surrounding yourself with? And is that something that you want to model? To me, that's what the law of modeling is. Like find the people that maybe are where you want to go or really far above where you want to go or a little bit better than you or on the same path as you to improve and they have a growth plan. Those are the kind of people that you want to be spending time with. Those are the kind of people that you want to talk to and be curious about. Those are the kind of people that you want to study, right? Like maybe you're interested in studying Warren Buffett or maybe you want to know how Tony Robbins got where he got or maybe you're interested in how Steve Jobs did what he did or um, you know, maybe you're interested in Queen Elizabeth and what her life was like or you know, you might have some people historically that Mother Teresa is one of the people that I just love and I've read, you know, all that I can find about her and, and her path. Um, that goes right, ties back to being curious and wondering. Ties also back to, um, you know, a lot of the trade-off because if you're, 
if you're, that's a trade-off, right? Trading off the people that you're currently spending time with because they're not pushing you and pushing you towards your future um, and deciding, you know, to limit your time with the people that are the doom and gloom club and that are criticizing and complaining. I see my niece. Good morning, Angela. Um, so you want to model the kind of behavior and the kind of life that you want to have. So you want to find people to mentor you. Um, and, you know, a mentor can be someone that, like Jim Rohn, for instance, is just happen to be, happens to be someone that I listen to all the time. And the stuff that you find of his recorded is like from the 80s. I mean, it's way back there. But I was studying Jim Rohn when I was a young girl. Um, <clears throat> and I just love that he just breaks it down very concisely. And he, it's any of you that have not heard of Jim Rohn or listened to him, I highly recommend. Um, he's on spot. You can find some of his stuff on Spotify. You can also find it on Apple iTunes. I've been listening to him during my workouts in the morning. Makes 30 minutes on the treadmill go by a little faster. Listen to, read, watch the kinds of people that you want to emulate. Stop spending time with the doom and gloom club. Stop talking about what you don't want more of. Stop digging into and going through everything that's not working. Model behavior that you want more of. Pay attention to the people that have the kind of lives that you want to create for yourself. Okay, so quick recap. This was 11, 12, and 13 in John Maxwell's book. We're going to cover 14 and 15 next week, and then we'll be done with this book. 11 is the law of the trade-off. You have to give up, you know, behavior, habits, things that you're currently doing so that you can get into what you want more of. There's a trade-off. There's always a trade-off. The good news is you get to decide what that trade-off is. The law of curiosity, which we're going to say is don't stop wondering, don't stop asking why, don't stop learning, and live in that possibility exists because it does. And then the law of modeling. Follow and watch and hang out with the kind of people that you want to be like. Be yourself, of course, right? Authenticity is key. There are probably people that are living lives the way Jim Rohn, Angie, J-I-M-R-O-H-N, Jim Rohn. Tony Robbins studied his work. John Maxwell studied his work. He's, he's from the way back machine, Jim Rohn. Um, I, since I've been studying all of this stuff since I was 12, I tend to be more inclined to the older crew um, that kind of brought this work into the forefront. Napoleon Hill and Jim Rohn and Catherine Ponder and Charles Fillmore and Florence Scovel Shin and Emily Cady, people that started writing about this stuff in the 1800s and the early 1900s. That's where the really rich stuff is. That's where it talks about all of the ways that 
you need to consider if you're going to change your life. The law of manifestation is great. The law of attraction is great. Those things are just a small piece of the rich study of success principles and prosperity principles. So dig in to study the people that, you know, have lives and have histories like you're interested in having for your life. That's really in essence what the law of modeling is. Um, okay, so that's where I'm going to leave you this morning. And um, we will see you next Saturday morning. So I hope you guys have a great week. We will say goodbye to our podcast folks here.